The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program. WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, WLHS, the Lakota Local School District, or staff and management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as specific legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, where every single solitary week we work our fingers to the bone to bring you the information and inspiration you need to start or grow your own real estate investing business. And let me just say, listeners, I want to respect your time. So if you're not a new investor... You might want to, I don't know, flip over and listen to a podcast or something because today is all for and all about the new real estate investor and how you can get started in the way that lets you be one of the 20% of new investors who does make it. Y'all can't see me doing the air quotes because this is radio that does make it instead of one of the 80% that sadly has the big dream and then doesn't ever do anything about it. It's, it's an important, it's an important topic. We can talk all day about how do I wholesale? How do I manage rentals? How do I, but man, if you can't like get started, take those first steps, get some support behind you and make it happen. None of that stuff matters just doesn't matter. So to help with this discussion, in fact, to mostly be the person who is uh, guiding you down this path, I have with me today Edwin Lewis, who is the current president of the Real Estate Investors Association of Greater Cincinnati, one of the largest, oldest, and certainly most excited and active real estate associations in the country, who weirdly is himself a new investor. Started back in 2017 and since then is, uh, well, one step away from 30 deals. One, one, one week maybe away right. <laughs> from, from his 30th deal. He has wholesaled, he has retailed, he even owns a rental property. I was so proud to find that out that he's like buying some stuff to hold to. And he's going to talk about what his path was and and recommendations that he has for people who are putting the first foot on the path. And he's here live in the studio, which is weird for me. Cause <laughs> it's, it's so rare to have guests live in the studio. We it's two, great. It's two great. years, two years where we couldn't do it, and then kind of got used to having people from all over the country on on the phone. So it's cool that you're here. Oh, it's great to it's great to be here, and thank you for having me here. And I, I appreciate you taking time out of your very busy day. Did, did you show me you have three rehabs that are in progress and need to go on the market? Uh, three in process and one that's currently under contract to sell. 
Wow. So yes, you have a very busy day and we, <laughs> we, we appreciate you. So let, let's get, just kind of start with your own personal story. Like when, when did you, when did you first get interested in real estate? What was your, what was your path up to that moment? And when did that moment occur? So real quick, um, I, you know, I joined Rhea, uh, Rhea Cincinnati back in 2017, but really I've been, uh, dabbling around the edges since, uh, I'd say 2007, 2008. Um, you know, uh, my wife and I, we got into it. Uh, we read, you know, read a few, uh, you know, typical real estate investor books, got the bug. And, uh, while we were in Oklahoma city, actually, we ended up buying a duplex there mm-hmm. and it was great. We had no idea what we we're doing though. <laughs> you know, we we're just, we're just going to go ahead and buy stuff and let's, <laughs> let's see what, what, what happens. Right. So we bought a duplex. We happened to buy it. Okay. Um, and mind you, we were buying in 08, which, Oh, what a, yeah, that was, that was interesting, <laughs> but it was also Oklahoma. So we were pretty well insulated. Um, and we bought right down the street from, you know, you know, university out there. So we were doing pretty well. We just didn't have a, you know, a really good, growth plan uh growth plan for that and we just kind of stopped there um and we were both working we were both um just kind of you know doing the career and yeah well we'll, we'll do some real, uh, rental real estate here and then i ended up taking a job that brought me up to cincinnati we still had the rental we had that and our uh at that time uh primary residence rented out and it just we just didn't do anything. We just kind of collected rent checks. We had to evict one uh, tenant, unfortunately, and got sick of it and sold everything down there. <laughs> and I, boy, yeah, you haven't gone back and looked what that would be worth today, have you? I did. Oh, I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. But you know, so after I sold it, you know, we did the family thing for a bit. I've, I've now got two beautiful daughters, uh, you know, that are Cincinnati natives, which you know, that's 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 excellent. And, uh, and we, you know, I just kind of focused on my, on my career path, my corporate career path, did that for a number of years and then just came to a a little bit of an epiphany. There's these things that I wanted to go do, uh, that just were not, I was not going to be able to do that while still yet doing my nine to five, actually at that time, it was like more like seven to six, um, (laughs) corporate job locally here. And, um, you know, after a while, actually my wife, I think she caught wind of, um, one of your, uh, market updates locally Mm -hmm. and she couldn't go. So she deputized me to go, (laughs) (laughs) you know, sure. Okay. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, Mind you, we were both in the Air Force and she outranked me. So, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so I went and you basically just blew my mind and I wore out my hand. I think I went through like one or two pens, uh, filled up a notebook that I still use to this day. And it was at that time that I, you know, went ahead and joined. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It sounds a little bit like you started in the same way that a lot of uh, corporate Americans start which is, I got a good income, I got credit, there's a house. Well, no, it seems like something we should maybe do, but it wasn't like, this is my business. It was it was almost more along the lines of, should we buy this stock? Should we buy this house? Like, it wasn't, it was just a a thing that you put money in and to get money back out of, not, not so much like a passion or a, this is going to be my 
full-time business forever. Exactly. I mean, I think that's how we looked at it too. We just saw an opportunity, we bought, and, you know, just like you bought, just, you know, hey, I bought Tesla stock Mm -hmm. and just kind of let it do its thing. And um, I didn't have any any plans going after that of, okay, well, do I want more or do I want to, you know, get, you know, get other stock or do I want to buy bonds or do I want to get this, you know, in the same, in the same vein? Okay. Do I want to, I think we both did want to buy more, but at the same time, we didn't really know, okay, all of the ins and outs of how to actually go ahead and grow. We were still thinking, okay, well, we have to go march ourselves down to the bank and go get a mortgage and save 20% down, 25% save, down by the right, time you pay the closing costs. Right. Which, you know, you can only do that, you know, one or two or three times and then you're, you're, you're maxed out. And we didn't know anything at that time. We didn't know anything about, uh, RIAs. We didn't know anything about, you know, any of these groups. So we were just kind of going off of what we could absorb at the time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And then your epiphany sort of came in the form of almost like a negative. I, I need to escape this this shackle on my time. What would be a good way to do that? Oh, hey, we did that real estate thing in the past. I wonder if there's a way to do that full time. Did you, in 2017, when you first stumbled across the local Rio group here, did you were you already out of the job or were you just still in that, boy, I wish I could quit that job? Oh, no, no. I was still very much in the job. I was still, it was more, it was less about, oh, I need to get out of this job. It was more, okay, I know where I want to go. I have an idea of where I want to position myself, where I want to position my family. How do I get there Um, knowing that I can't just depend on the job to get me there? Because to be fair, uh, you know, I've got these other business aspirations. I've got, I'm, 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 I want to say that I'm a budding restaurateur. Uh, and I've got yeah, these you're going to need a lot of money if you're going to get into that business. <laughs> right. I better not be depending on, 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 on that restaurant to actually pay the bills. Right. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, these, these, there's all these things that I want to go do. And obviously the, the fun things like, you know, go fly, go yeah, jump out airplanes, airplanes and yeah. everything else. I recall you saying you wanted to build an airplane. I actually do. Fly. I, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen this year. Damn it. <laughs> And again, kind of an expensive hobby. Kind but. of an expensive hobby. <laughs> and it's very hard to have the, well, you got, I can definitely have the money. You know, my, my job was paying well enough that I could have done it, but then I wouldn't have had the time yeah. to go do it. I just have to just be sitting on a, you know, a pile of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was, how do I get both the freedom and the income? Right. To do the stuff that I want to do. Right. And, and not, and not have to wait until I'm in my like seventies to get started. Mm-hmm. And, and you stumbled across, like a lot of people, a lot of people's first exposure to real estate is they stumble across a seminar or a webinar or you know, a meeting online or something like that. And they go, Oh, there's ways to do this that I never thought of until this very moment. So right. we're going to put a pin in that because we need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what Edwin's actual path, like what he's done since then, and then talk about why he was able to do this when so many people are not able to do this, meaning try and give you a little bit of a blueprint that you can follow. If you have questions for Edwin, you can call them in to 877-772-9658. Again, that is 877 877- 
772-9658, or you can send them via email to askvina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Davina Jones-Cox, apparently doing my public radio voice. Listen to me. I'm doing my public radio voice. My guest today is Edward Lewis. going to go back to normal voice now. My guest today is Edward Lewis. He is a real life investor who's still in the first, inside the first five years of his actual real estate career. And he actually approached me and said, we need to do a show to help like encourage and inspire the new investors and to give them a direction to go. Cause I mean, you, you've seen the same thing I have. Mm-hmm. People come into RIA and this is true of any RIA in the country. Cincinnati Rhea happens to be the one that we see them or we see them and they're very excited and they are willing to work and they, you know, they, they'll tell you all their plans and everything and then they disappear Mm. a few months later and we never hear from them again. And if we run into the grocery store and like, Hey, what's going on? Oh, I didn't get into the real estate thing after all. I mean, and that's, you know, statistically, it's an 80-20 rule, right? Like right. 20% reach, eventually reach whatever goals they set out for themselves and sometimes more. And 80% kind of falls by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And we're assuming that anyone listening does not want to be in that 80% <laughs> that falls by the wayside, but instead wants to um, have, have, a, have a path to how do I get from, I don't know anything, I don't know what to do, I don't have anybody to talk to, to... I've done 29 deals like <laughs> like Edwin here has. So um, let's talk about w- what your path looked like. You you joined RIA in 2017. When did when did you do your first deal? So, yeah, I joined RIA. It was about October 2017. So late in the year. Late in the year. Um, jumped right into it. Uh, started just getting, you know, information, education, started to apply do some things, put some postcards in the mail, whatever you need to do. I believe I made my first deal. If I have to, if, I, if my memory serves correctly, it was January, February, 2018. So a couple of months after that. Okay. So took action, got a deal within four months, four or five months of the time that you joined. And what was your strategy at that time? Like what, what were you, what were you trying to make happen? Mm. Trying to make money happen, basically. Uh, <laughs> well, are you looking for wholesale deals? I was, I was, I was doing wholesale deals. I was, um, at that time, I, I, I guess I was just kind of, you know, going wherever I could. So I was getting, um, lists. I was putting postcards in the mail. I was, um, getting phone calls, which was fantastic. Um, and, you know, and what I, what I, you know, now that I remember it with, uh, you know, with clear eyes, you know, I didn't, didn't have the consistency that I have right now. Right. Um, I put a batch of postcards in the mail one week. I put maybe another batch the next week. And then a month went by. And then a month went by. (laughs) Maybe I scrounged together some more, uh, depending on, okay, do I have the time? Do I have the, you know, the money to go get some more stamps or whatever, whatever, you know? So yeah, the consistency wasn't there. I, I, I even remember too, I tried, 
did drive for dollars. Uh, you know, you know my Great wife and I, strategy. We, my wife and I, we went ahead and got in a car and you should have seen us tooling around uh, Price Hill or something <laughs> like that, you know, <laughs> and took down a whole host of, of information and, and addresses and so why why wholesaling? I mean that's 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 a strategy that I don't know. I've heard people say, well, that's the one you should get started in, and I don't I don't believe that. Right. I think you should get started in the one that best meets your goals, and that's not wholesaling for everybody. But what, why was it right for you? So I thought that uh, wholesaling was right for me because the way that I was able to visualize it in my head is I am solving a problem a real estate problem for a seller and I'm able to bring somebody else in to, you know, just go ahead and make the connection. So that seller doesn't necessarily have the the contacts or the, they, they don't know my buyers. They don't know folks that can, you know, go ahead and close in 10, 20, 30 days. Um, and they don't want to fix it up. They don't want to fix the house up. They don't want to clean it up. They're, you know, they're done. They're done. And mm-hmm. so I want to be able to step in and say, Hey, let me go ahead and be that uh, kind of that safe harbor of, okay, you know, let's let's work something out. Here's a plan. Here's what we can do. It's clear. It's it's to the point and we can, you know, we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'd already owned rentals. Yeah. How come you didn't go straight for rentals? Well, there was also a little bit of a, I, I, I might have fallen for the, oh, you're starting up. Go into wholesaling. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that message, that message is everywhere. It is. It and, is. and I, I kind of hate it. You know, as you know, I, I wholesale, right. I'm, you know, I'm cool with wholesaling, but gosh, I talked to a guy, I think at the last Ria meeting who he was, he was peppering me with questions about wholesaling. You yeah. know, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I said, wait, 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 back up a second. Aren't you really high income already? Like from his job. Right. And he said, yeah. And I said, then why do you want to add more cash income mm. to your life? Like that's, you don't need, you don't need more cash. You need tax breaks, dude. Right. <laughs> you right, need to, right. Well, but I thought you started in wholesaling. No, not necessarily. I mean, it's, it's right for some people. I'm not sure it's really right for you. Like if you got really successful and you made $200,000 this year wholesaling, what would your marginal tax rate be on every dollar mm. that you brought in, given that you're already almost in the highest tax bracket available mm-hmm. to Americans? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's um, but but so you heard it, you believed it, you did it. And then at what point did you uh start? You, you started in on the bigger money cash thing, which right. is retailing. Right. At, at what point did you feel confident enough to do that? Whew. I can't, I can't sit here and say that I felt confident do. <laughs> I just said, you know what? This is something that I was interested in. I, I, I wanted to give this a go. Um, I, I saw enough of these deals come by and saw what your buyers were making when they sold yeah, the properties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I also wanted to, I don't know, put my, put my stamp on some of these houses and, you know, kind of put my, put my, my own effort and help to, you know, maybe identify some, some contractors that, that can actually go and do the, you know, do the thing and, and, and actually help, you know, bolster some of these neighborhoods up. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it moved from all wholesaling to kind of wholesaling and retailing. Cause I think you're open to either one 
That's right. At this point, if you find a deal. And then also there's a rental again. There's the rental. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's my stated goal this year, though, is to grow it from the one rental to, you know, a, a number greater than one, mm-hmm. <laughs> preferably with a zero at the back end of it. That would be fantastic. Well, and you have a lot of pieces in place to do that now because you've got the deal flow. Mm-hmm. You've got the rehab skills. So mm-hmm. you, you could buy one under market, fix it up and rent it, refine, you know, burr, right. burr strategy. And um, so it's all kind of it's all. All of this experience that you've gotten, right or wrong, has all led you to a place where you don't work in corporate America anymore. You are a full-time investor, and now you're able to start focusing more on the passive That's right. income piece That's right. that everybody actually needs. So in all of this process, how important was the education you were getting versus the people you were meeting? Oh, great question. So first of all, the education, um, you absolutely cannot take anything away from the education. Um, there's so, so many ways that if you are not plugged in and you're not getting the, uh, um, you're not getting the proper education, you can definitely put yourself in a, in a, in a fix. I, I, you know, case in point, I was just on the phone with, uh, some other new newbies mm-hmm. uh, just earlier this afternoon. And they were, you know, one of them was telling me about a quote unquote deal that he was trying to structure. And he, and I, I forced him to describe that to me. And it, 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 you know, when you have the hairs on the back of your neck, stand <laughs> up, you're just, uh, just, just, I, I told him kindly, just don't do that. Please mm-hmm. don't. And then go, go please go to school. <laughs> so, so that particular investor did not have the education to see what, whatever it was you saw. Exactly. <laughs> that terrified exactly. you. So he was leaning on a relationship. He was leaning on a relationship. He was leaning on, Hey, I found this person who had this thing that I heard, you know, I can do something that looks like a wholesale deal. And, uh, but yeah, fortunately for him, he had the relationship. He with had, you, with me, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and so he, he was able, I was able to talk to him and, you know, just give him the guidance that he needed to just kind of, again, stay out of hot water. I'm not, you know, obviously not a, uh, a, a, a grizzled veteran by, by, you know, most standards, but I've done a few deals now and I know what works or what's not going to land you in hot water <laughs> and what will, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, you know, back to your question though, it's, you know, the, the education is very much important, um, but lacking that, you've got to be plugged in into the community um, and not just a bunch of other, you know, people that are brand starting new. out, brand yeah. new, you know, green. You need to have some folks that are, that actually have some, some, some mileage. Yeah. God bless social media, but <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the forums that are available out there for real estate investors to communicate with one another. I, I can't look at them anymore because, (laughs) because, well, because I get, I get obsessed, right? Like, like somebody will ask a question and so somebody with experience reading the question goes, wait, there's a question within that question that needs to be asked. That's not being asked. And then you read the 123, very, very nice of people to give advice and 121 of them are, are, are clearly not 
understanding the full situation or are inexperienced dancers or are people who are repeating something that they saw on YouTube instead of something that they've actually done. And the problem is the brand new investor doesn't know which two mm. to follow. So, yeah, that idea of, of getting around people who are more experienced and, and who are who are open and sharing. Right. Like there's right. like I've I've been to places where it seemed like the experienced investors didn't want to give information unless they were paid for it. And then I've been to a lot of RIA groups around the country where the the experienced investors are like, ask me questions, ask me questions, ask me, I will, you know, I will help you, I will help you. <laughs> um, so these relationships that, let's talk about, let's talk about how they Im- impacted you. Because you just gave us an example of how you impacted somebody else. So good for you for mm-hmm. giving back. Because I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure you took a fair amount. Oh, yeah. at the at the beginning. Um, what are some of like the key relationships you've built in terms of like this? This had a direct impact on my ability to move forward. Mm. Okay, so that another good question. I think the first. Uh, the first thing that I had was just, uh, you know, being able to, as a wholesaler, um, you know, st- how to structure that deal with the buyer. And, uh, you know, fortunately I had, uh, you know, my first buyer, I still, you know, keep in touch with him. Um, he was, a, he saw that I was brand spanking new coming, you know, coming, you know, flashing out the gate and he was willing to just stop and just say, okay, well, let's, let's make sure that you've got all of, all of your ducks in a row. Let me show you, let's make sure you have your, your contracts lined up. Let's make sure your contract to me makes sense that you're not, uh, you know, you're not putting yourself over a barrel and you're certainly not going to put me over a barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, you know, just, just being able to, you know, even in within that transaction, just being able to just break it down and just, okay, slow down. Slow down, Skippy. Great. You got this deal. <laughs> it makes sense. The numbers make sense. But let's let's see what we can do here to make sure that uh, let's that, get the I's dotted and the T's crossed. E- exactly. Exactly. So that was that was one um, one early on. Um, and then, you know, going forward, I know that um, I've started, you know, you know, once I started getting into uh, I want to start to keep these right. Um, I had made some you know ginned up some relationships with folks that are you know again that have mileage right people that have done this a number of times and um you know one in particular flew alongside with me here and uh helped me to pull down that rental that i have um helped me to you know get the financing helped me to i mean he even went as far as to you know recommend a contractor to get it uh spruced up um and you know we've still you know kept in you know uh kept uh kept the relationship going and, and, and stuff like that. But he's been giving me pointers and giving me encouragement too. And, you know, just, you know, keeping the, uh, keeping the dialogue along. So these relationships are beyond, Oh, I got a private lender and I got a title company and I got a roofer and I got a buyer. These, these people acted more like what P Fortunato calls allies. It, it wasn't just that they were doing business with you. It was that they were, taking the time to help you be better at what you did. They wanted, they wanted to see you succeed. Exactly. Exactly. It's so it's almost like, uh, you know, some, some people might consider them their personal board of directors. You know, maybe they're my investment, like real estate, real estate investment board of directors, right? <laughs> people that I, okay, I know I can, I know I can trust these people here to give me the straight scoop on what I'm doing and they're not going to share, they're not going to sugarcoat it. Um, they're not going to trash me either, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, they're going to serve it up in such a way that I can actually receive it 
and you know it's more of a of a conversation it's not a uh, it's not a it's not a dictate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can just hear a thousand listeners can you hear that in the ear? hey the, the the buzzing has gone from the earphones that's great because nobody's on the phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I actually have heard stuff um, in my earphones <laughs> over the past few weeks. <laughs> I said, I said, I hear a thousand listeners. Like, I don't hear anything. <laughs> um, thinking Edwin must be like incredibly charming and like outgoing and just somebody who like likes to talk to strangers a lot because I, says this listener, this mysterious listener, I haven't met people like that who want to be my allies. Hmm. Well, you're not going to meet them if you don't go out there and put yourself out there. Honestly, Um, I, you know, yeah, I might be a little bit more, you know, tend to be more extroverted. um, But it's, you know, also situationally dependent. Uh, (laughs) But I mean, there's there's plenty of folks that are more introvertedly uh, aligned and they're out there making connections or out there making relationships happen and but it starts with okay well well, let me get in in with a group here let me get in a room where the people that i want to have relationships with are and And, i mean that's that's obviously your local ria right i mean some of these groups have been around for well, our group's been around for 45 years this year. Mm-hmm. Some of these groups have been around, you know, 10, 20, 30 years. They, the people that are there, not all of them, but a lot of them have this kind of experience and are looking, they're looking for people to do business with right. and they're looking for people to bring up the way they got brought up. And again, not everybody in every group, but certainly the, the place to start is in a room whether that's a Zoom room or a physical room full of people who have already they kind of trod the path ahead of you and they can they can go, oh, wait, 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 wait. you're about to you're about to turn into a ditch there, buddy. Mm-hmm, <laughs> come, mm-hmm. come, come, come back around this direction and let me explain to you why to do that. Uh, so we're going to take another quick break and then we are going to go to some listener questions. If you have a question, we're talking about the best path for a new investor to get started. Uh, 877-772-9658 is the number to call with any questions, or you can send them to askvina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Edwin Lewis. We're talking about what does it take to be a new investor who becomes an active investor, as opposed to a new investor who... I don't know, becomes a permanent student or just kind of throws up their hands and says, I can't do this. I hate it when people say I can't do this. Right. I know, I know people who dropped out of high school in eighth grade and are millionaires now in real estate. I'm talking about my partner, Drew. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And, and people who, people who went from literal janitor to, owner of lots of rentals and also and I think this is sometimes the bigger struggle PhDs mm. who got who got into real estate and became very successful I think that sometimes the folks who are very highly formally educated have a hard time getting their brain around some of the risks and uncertainties mm. of of real estate um Question here via email at askvina at gmail.com from Tasha. She says, Edwin, what do you wish you had done differently in the beginning that would have helped propel your success as a real estate investor? 
Oh, Tasha, that's a great question. Um, I and I kind of uh, alluded to it earlier, the consistency, right? So I was fresh out the gate. I through some, you know, I, you know, I learned, I got the education, I put some marketing materials together. Um, and it was, it was, it was scattershot. Honestly, it was, I'm going to go ahead and put this tranche of, of cards in the mail. And then, you know, two weeks could go by. Maybe I put another one. Maybe I didn't. Um, I got calls when I did, um, and didn't get calls when you didn't. Exactly. <laughs> that should have like given you a clue. Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and of course, you know, you know, when you, when you're faced with, uh, you know, I would say, a, a you know, you know, premium on your time. Again, I was like, okay, I'm committed to 7 a.m. to about 6 p.m. being on the job. And then I've got to go ahead and make sure all these other things, all these other dots are connected for real estate. Um, but you know, no excuse really um at the end of the day i should have put a at least have a you know a plan in place of okay this is what i'm going to do and i'm going to commit to do it week in and week out and i realized that once i started to do that i started to see the results come in and real estate investors tend to be fairly creative people Mm -hmm. like they tend to be pretty good at problem solving when they think to solve a problem Hmm. And solutions to that problem could have included hiring somebody to do the mail or, if that was out of the budget, partner up with somebody who didn't have a job but also didn't have the budget to do the mail and say, I'll pay for it, you do it, we'll figure out how we're going to split up the deals. Like, there's always a way to overcome whatever challenge you're facing. Absolutely. Interesting uh, comment from Steve, who's a co-remember, our sister group up in uh, Columbus, uh, he says, for the people who think that they haven't met people that are willing to be their allies, I believe the universe brings good people to good people. So you you may not be the person that has the real estate answers, but you have other experiences that you can bring to the table. Do that often and without regard to getting things back, and you'll find you'll be surrounded with good people. I love that. I mean, and that's that's exactly the kid. That's exactly the thing right there. It's, you know. You're not going to, obviously you're not going to have all the answers. Um, you know, as a newbie, you're going to have maybe 0.01% of the answers, you know, lodged in your head. Uh, but it's, it's all about making the, making the connections, making the, you know, the relationships and then just putting your hand out and saying, okay, let's, let's come together and let's, what can I, what can I bring to the table? What can I help you with? And, um, and in some cases, hey, you know, let's not even, you know, we don't even have to talk like some of the, some of my best relationships that I have started. We weren't even talking about real estate. We just started talking about what was it? What we, what did we have in common? Oh, you like planes? I like planes too. <laughs> You're a pilot. Oh my gosh. I'm a pilot too. <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about that. And then, oh yeah, real estate. Let's talk real estate now. <laughs> we're, we're in a real estate meeting. Maybe we should talk about real estate too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love that. I love that comment too. And, you know, shout out to the, to Linda and Cheryl who run the haves and wants meeting for Cincinnati area that happens every single solitary Friday morning on zoom mm-hmm. that has become like other real estate associations all over the country have tried to reproduce it or, and now they're like offering to pay us to be part of it. I'm like, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's become a big deal. And it was, it was only because of COVID that it even had COVID and Cheryl right. <laughs> calling up and saying, 
all the other focus group leaders have gone online, but my morning meetup has not gone online and I want it to go online. And I was like, oh, dude, fine. We'll do like a networking meeting. And oh, my gosh. And it's just exploded. It has exploded. I mean, we have over 100 every single week and sometimes close to 200. And the whole the thing that has that has surprised all of us about it is that that's what it's become. It's become, I don't know anything about real estate, but I'm a whiz at QuickBooks. Mm. So if anybody needs help setting up their QuickBooks and would be willing to sort of mentor me <laughs> in return, I'm interested in this particular, you know, I'm interested in wholesaling or retailing or rentals or Airbnbs or whatever. And those sorts of, I mean, they're very capitalist exchanges, right? right. I'm, I'm doing, I'm offering you something. Here's what I want. And it, it's worked so well. Um, and I mean, there's other kinds of stuff, you know, there's also, oh, I've got this wholesale deal for sale or, sale or, oh, I just sold a property. And I've got this money I need to get invested. Does anybody have a deal they need funding on? All that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, a lot of work goes into that sort of stuff. In fact, in fact, I, uh, <clears throat> I once declared the uh, Monday after Father's Day. So coming up, National Appreciate Your Real Leader <laughs> Day. <laughs> because real estate associations all over the country... A lot of them are run like Cincinnati Rias as nonprofits by volunteer boards who just put so much time and effort into this. And, you know, people sort of see it, but they sort of don't see it. So shout out to all the Rio group leaders who are working so hard in the entire country. Absolutely. And, and I'm sorry, you're never going to be able to duplicate. <laughs> <laughs> Many try. <laughs> um, so question from Anthony. He says, did Edwin have passive income and systems in place before he left corporate America or did he just sort of take the leap? <sighs> yeah, that wonderful question. Uh, so, okay, your mileage may vary. This is what I did. <laughs> I got to a point where, again, I realized that I wasn't going to get there from here. Um, and I had a bit of a decision point. I had a bit of an opportunity to go and jump into my, uh, my burgeoning real estate business. And I just took it. Um, it, and it depends on everybody's situation, risk tolerance, the whole thing. Would I recommend it for the next person? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you know, obviously do what makes sense for you to do. Go get the passive income squared away to a certain point. Um, or at the very least, you're making X number of deals reliably every month. Um, you know, I, I took a little bit of a, uh, uh, a little bit of a leap of faith and, uh, so far it's worked out. Um, I've, I've had some fits and starts. I've had some, uh, you know, I've, I've had some, some, some heart palpitation causing kind of <laughs> moments, but, uh, would I do it again? I absolutely would do it again, mm -hmm. but you do what makes sense for you. Don't copy me. <laughs> yeah, the math, the math that makes sense to a lot of people is, uh, I mean, you started while you still had a job. You saw the results that you were getting. You had enough of a, of a, I can look back at this and say, I, you know, I'm making an average of this much per deal that I do. I'm able to do this many deals with my very limited time that mm -hmm. I have. So if I were able to spend 40 hours a week conservatively, <laughs> how many, what could that be? How, how many deals could I do and what would that earn? Mm -hmm. And I know that's that's how my father decided to quit his job. He, he looked at, you know, he, he was in a similar, you know, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. sort of situation. And he, he had an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> 
where they basically said, yeah, we're going to lay some of you off. And mm. uh, also we're cutting <laughs> your bonuses back. And uh, he's like, math, 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 math. Yeah, I would make more money doing real estate anyway. So yeah. that was that was the the way he looked at it. And that's the way a lot of people uh, look at it. So from your personal perspective, and again, thinking about we got 80% of people who start down this path and just walk off and 20% who go all the way down. Do you think that you personally had any advantages like, like, like past, past experience, past skills, habits of thought, habits of work? Yeah. So, you know, I think, um, you know, definitely my past experiences came into play. Um, I had, it's not like I hadn't talked to, I, I, you know, I was definitely in a job where I had to go talk to strangers, uh, mm-hmm. often. So that, uh, that didn't, that didn't really, you know, mess with my, with my headspace. It was okay. I've got a, this is a particular quote unquote client. I've got to go ahead and see what they need and, you know, figure it out. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I come from an engineer, an engineer's background, uh, program management background. So, you know, I had the thought of putting together processes and crunching, you know, crunching numbers and solving problems that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much used to that. So, so yeah, I had, I had some things that I brought to the table. Um, now did those advantages necessarily outweigh some of the other things? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Let's, let's talk about the other things. <laughs> what were, what were some of the challenges that you personally had to overcome? Right. So some of the pet, some of the challenges that I had were, I would say the biggest ones were definitely within my own headspace. Um, can I do this? Um, and, it, and when I, when I had the safety net of the, you know, the nine to five job, the seven to six job, the, the nice paycheck coming in, you know, it was a quiet whisper in the back of my head when the paycheck went away and I was, you know, completely and totally, you know, reliant on me man, the, the whispers became far, far <laughs> louder. And so just being able to put that in my, you know, just making sure that I keep myself in the right headspace and, you know, not, a, I didn't, it, I wasn't successful every single day, but as long as I am successful more days than not, mm-hmm. you know, okay, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a big one. And I think that's that voice in the head mm-hmm. that's saying, can I, should I, am I good enough? Am I like all these other people that I'm seeing around me that are successful, et cetera, is probably what reigns in most new investors and keeps them from taking action. They, they, you know, they, they always wanted to compare themselves to somebody who is years mm-hmm. <laughs> up the path. Um, and I've, I've told this, I've told this story before and, um, you know, people, every time I tell it, they're like, you're such a liar. I am the most shy introvert that you have ever met. Like I, I know, I know, but there's only three of us in this room. Oh, even Mike's like rolling his eyes at me. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't naturally talk to people. I'm not good at small talk. I I'm, you know, I'm always like that. That person's not going to want to talk to me. I don't want to bother them. All that sort of stuff. Why do I sound like this now? Because a lot of years have passed and I've, I, you know, in, in this business, you do talk to people and then you discover that they're not that people aren't mean. People don't yell at you. People don't, you know, mostly sometimes they do, but mostly if they're calling you about a real estate deal, they want help. Right. 
They don't bite. <laughs> they don't. They don't bite. And then you, you know, you you learn to say things that you're comfortable with, and you know. So so that was my big challenge was just like calling back a seller. I had to steal myself for it. I, mm. I kid you not. Um, uh, the first time I did this radio show, actually, the first, let's be honest, six months I did this radio show, there was a giant bottle of Pepto-Bismol sitting on the table next to me. I am not wow. kidding. <laughs> because, because like, the idea that all these people are listening to me, even if I can't, I'm going to say something stupid. Uh, you know, you, you, part of part of it you get over just by feeling the fear of doing it anyway. Right. And then you realize it, it's 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 not that bad. And oh gosh, look, I I maybe even have a little skill being an introvert that other people don't have because I understand how to talk to other introverts, mm. which extroverts don't always understand. They like get in your face and they talk loud and fast. Right. So <laughs> every, the, the the point is everybody has things that they bring to the table and things that they are going to have to overcome. Right. And just. Knowing what those things are and then saying, okay, so this is, this is a personal challenge. This thing that's telling me I can't do it. It's a personal challenge. I just have to figure out what's the answer. Who's got the answer? Who can I lean on for the answer? How do I get the education to overcome it? And you will overcome it. I mean, it's everybody, everybody has that sense. So if I can summarize what I have heard you say is number one, you got to dream the dream. You got to you got to say I've got a why. I I see a a, a path here and it's real estate. Mm-hmm. Number 2 is value education. Yes. Don't blow it off just because you're like, "Oh man, I don't want to sit through another class." Well, if that class is important to what you're trying to do. But uh, you know, to take that a step further, you know, value education, but don't shackle yourself to the education. Learn, but then actually yeah. Don't don't believe that you have to know everything before you can do anything. Right. And and so yeah. So so uh, take action for sure was on your list. Um, get in a room of people who are smarter than you. Yes. And then see what you can offer them and and how they can help you. Ask for help. Mm-hmm. That's important. But you can't just sit there and expect people to walk up to you and go. So you look like you need to know how to comp properties like this. <laughs> <laughs> Was that on my face? I mean, <laughs> that's just never going to happen. Right. Um, real estate associations are a fantastic way to do that. They are. Um, I I would assume that you would recommend Cincinnati RIA over, over most other RIAs. Since, Hands down. <laughs> since that's the one you know. And of course we are doing most of our meetings online now. So uh, Cincinnati RIA.com for folks who don't have a local real estate association or have been there and aren't happy with it. Um, Cincinnati RIA.com. You can download a free guest pass to any one of our main meetings. Next one of which is a week from tomorrow and is about what happens to real estate when there's high inflation. Mm. Seemed like a good topic yes. <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> um, we are unfortunately out of time, Edwin, but I appreciate you coming here and sort of sharing your relatively recent experiences as a new investor. Hope we inspired some folks to go out so. and make it happen for themselves. I hope so. Thanks for having me. We will be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. <laughs>